Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're your hosts today, TJ Branson, Zach Vogel, and Mike Rogerson. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Today's Arizona. We're going to talk about Nick Schmaltz and things. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, okay, so Arizona got kind of like, you know, long dicked out of every single draft pick that they could have had this year. and But then they drafted that guy, Mitch Miller or whatever, and, you know, he's kind of a scumbag. And and then they renounced his rights. You know, depend, depending on who you are, that might not be a bad thing. What do you mean? Like, you know, Barrett Hayton is not going to get usurped by anybody for at least till 2022? I think Barrett Hayton's going to be good. They don't have any chance of drafting anybody better until 2022, I don't think. They also... They also don't have any chance of, you know, going out and picking up anybody better either. You know, with that whole, you know, no cap space that they have. So if you guys were the GM, the new GM, because, you know, the shit show just continues in Arizona, do you rebuild or do you, like, what What do you do? Do you sell off the goalies? Because they have three goalies right now. They got Aiden Hill on a one-way contract, so they have to waive him to put him down in the minors if need be. Are they going to ride three goalies like New York did last year because both Kemper and Ronta are kind of injury-prone? Uh, do you do you trade him? Do you trade Kemper somewhere? Like, what do you freaking do if you're the GM of the Arizona Coyotes? Kemper's the only real value that they have that anybody would want. I, I'd be moving him out and trying to get something because, like... Yeah, they tried with OEL. Looking at this top, well, I don't even know what you would call the top here. Like, when you're talking about Barrett Hayton, I'd be like, where do you want to play? To pick a spot. You can have any spot you want. Cause, House money here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not a fan at all of anything about Arizona whatsoever. Zach? What, we're talking about Jacob Chikrin? <laughs> <laughs> not yet, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, they got some bad contracts, man. <laughs> They do that. That's the problem. They have they have bad contracts. There's no way out of it until next year. They have a lot of unrestricted free agents coming up next year. So if I'm the if I'm the GM, I'm hoping that the whole idea when I got this job was the fact that I'm going to have at least a couple of years because there is no rebuilding right now. Um, you're going to have to try to sell off some assets, um, and hopefully you can pick up some young guys. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't like their situation. I think that they were a sexy pick going into last year. I think they're a sexy pick going into this year again. You're expecting there to be another goalie controversy, and it might just be everybody gets hurt again. Um, Aiden Hill has shown that he, has, he hasn't really developed into what you wanted him to because he shit the bed when he came up. So I think the GM is in trouble. Well, I'd argue the that, opposite. That's, that's the answer. I think Aiden Hill... You know, granted, he hasn't had the prettiest start to anything, but he's he did not do. He's well. also I don't care what I you think say. he's the guy of the future. You know, last year he had a nine eighteen, which isn't too bad. He only played thirteen games and started the future. Nine of Darcy them. Kemper's only thirty years old. Why isn't Darcy Kemper the future? If you're gonna hit your if you're gonna hit your your wagon to one horse, it's going to be Darcy Kemper for me, not Aiden Hill. Yeah, but that's the way tandems work. It's it's two horses, right? So to me, Antiranta is kind of the odd man out, and that's the guy I would either ship out, buy out, or trade, or like you know, forget about, wave him, put him in the fucking AHL. He's I, got good stats, but he can't. He's the glass man. Yeah, I just think that if I if I'm the GM in Arizona, I'm just saying if anybody wants anything, start sending offers because. 
picks. Yeah, whatever. Like anything. They have no picks. They have no hope. They have <laughs> no money. Fantasy-wise, their fantasy points per game leader by a landslide is Lawson Krauss, who's a banger who plays yeah. 13 minutes a game. I love me some Lawson Krauss. He's great in dynasties, first off, but I don't know if he's you know broken his way into you know Cats Leagues and stuff and 12-teamers and redrafts. Lawson Krauss is kind of a sneaky pick, and I definitely like that. He's He's one of the, he's exactly like you said. He's one of the guys that could get more minutes, and he's already banging like a motherfucker too. Two hundred and one hits this last year, in a which short is two hundred and eighty-eight last year. Fifteen goals too. That's not fucking bad. That's, that's the guy. A game, Fifteen goals. What's wrong with that? This is the twenty-two, twenty-three-year-old that you want to start building around. Like, yeah, you have Clayton Keller, and he can be in that mix, and and Connor Garland, and. And these guys can be your core. Barrett Hayton's coming up and everything. Uh, Lawson Krauss is, is one of those guys that I got time for Lawson Krauss. He those outscored nice. Phil Kessel, by the way. How? With points? <laughs> goals. <laughs> Kessel played all the games, too. Yikes. 70 games, 14 goals. Lawson And Krause. a lot more minutes, too, yeah? Yeah, dude. How many goals did Lawson Krauss 15. have? 15. In 66. Kessel had 14 in 70. That he did. How are you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And goals leader was Connor Garland with 22. Then you got Dvorak. Okay. So points leader was 45. Nick Schmaltz. No doubt. Because, you know, of course. <laughs> but then you got Clayton Keller with 44. Connor Garland, 39. Christian Dvorak and Phil Kessel were tied. But Phil Kessel was a minus 21 to Dvorak's six. So if you're still playing in those kind of leagues, whatever. But Jesus, Phil. Jesus. They have a lot of hitters there. Yeah, they do. But, like, look at this. Jeez, man. And they, you can tell their playing time is pretty even across the board because no one deserves any more than anybody else. I'm still kind of like, I mean, OEL asked to come to Vancouver, and we said no. <laughs> we don't, don't want you in your $8 bucks or whatever you're asking oh, for, yeah. nine goals. It's um, one of those bad contracts Zach is talking about. Hey, he's only making eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter for 30 points. <laughs> Well, he's trying to get paid for the the defense. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's really funny. <laughs> he's a defense man. No, he is. Like he's not bad at it, but uh, I just don't see that kind of leading the way when your when your top point getter was forty five and seventy. Like yeah, fifty three point pace for your leading scorer. Okay. So let, let's let's kind of get this show on the road here a little bit. <laughs> We're trying to avoid let, Let's it. get this show on the road here a little who's bit, the, all right? Who's the most valuable so, player? Yeah, let, let's, go, let's go with the top five. Darcy Camper. Who is the most valuable Darcy player? Darcy Camper. If you want to go skaters, I guess Clayton Keller, maybe. But I also like guys like Connor Garland and Lawson Krauss, like you said. Like, this is one of those really, really great teams like we were talking about in, in Montreal or New Jersey where there's no real ranking system. Everybody is just kind of take one. And it's supposed to be Phil Kessel, though. That's the thing. It's supposed to be Phil Kessel. No, it's not. I wrote it's Phil not. Kessel, fuck off, is what I put. Uh, That's accurate. I saw I saw a commercial the other day about the McRib coming back. <laughs> and, I, and I immediately thought somewhere in the desert of Arizona, Phil Kessel is just punching holes in the wall, just flipping out. Stoked. Being happy. Stoked. Just can't wait to shove McRibs into his face. Well, hey, maybe there's uh, some Y'all have your McRibs. Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll pay him in, in McRibs 
for some yeah. for scoring bonus. <laughs> Re-energize him. Jesus. Hey guys, Jesus, I'll have your McRibs. Okay, how many? I'll just have them. I'm off. <laughs> Ship them. I said yes. The answer was yes. <laughs> what can I get you today? Like yes, like a Ron Swanson man. Like I'll have all the eggs and bacon you have. Yeah. I'm afraid what you heard was I'll have a lot of eggs and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> what I meant was I'll have all of the McRibs that you have. Um, so, but yeah, it, it's Clayton Keller number one for me. If you're going, uh, if you're going skater, I I agree with you on that. But but it would be Gar- Darcy Kemper. I think he's the first one yeah, drafted on that dude, team. Head and shoulders. Um, yeah. And then for like the rest of it, it is. It's just a bunch of interchangeable bullshit. Yeah. It's do you want to? I, I would definitely have Schmaltz in there. Yeah. But then do you want to have Dvorak or do you want to have Garland or do you want to have Kraus or? I, I obviously Phil Kessel is in that mix. Well, that's um, when you like start to nitpick like what you're looking for. Like Dvorak yeah. is faceoffs and Garland is goals and Keller is sh- shots, I guess, and and Kraus is hits. Like there's there's something for everybody in Arizona, but there's not like a really good complete kind of of player because they're so shitty. Though there is a good. A good squad, like at the end of the draft, you can kind of pick a stat that you need, and probably everyone's avoiding yeah. that. I think it's a team of value picks, really. Because perfectly like, said, perfectly said. It's a team of streamers, yeah. is what it is. I can stream Alex Assistagoski, <laughs> and you know, almost bank on getting assists. It's what that man does; he just gets assists all the time. But everybody's a streamer. Jacob Chikrin streamer oel is going to be drafted but then like all those other guys chances are you know connor garland might not be owned in every single league or he's definitely not going to be owned in every single league you might be able to pick him up or Derek stepan or something like that you know who i've started taking an extreme liking towards tyler picklick yeah he was he was a flyer he used to be a flyer you know last year that he was take a look at Ilya leobushkin this kid bangs and uh, 26 years old, not seeing a ton of time on ice, 14-11, but 151 hits in 51 games. That's like so close to three hits a game that you really got to take notice. Only four points. So, again, when you're looking for something, you can find it. And Leibushkin, he hits. That's all he does. I've taken him in a ton of bangers. Shout out to Nate. We've been fighting over Leibushkin for every single league that we've been in together. So I have him in my depth options, but like, that's, that's it. He's just a banger. Lawson Krause, a banger depth option. Dvorak face-offs. I mean, he's in the top six should get power play time too. So you can max out at like 50 points. Chikrin, Zach, your guy, man. Like he, he's a dark horse for some power play time and he's a banger. Barrett Hayton, somebody in dynasty that should be pretty high up there. Alex Sistagoski, he bangs too. And he gets those assists. Nick Schmaltz like does so little of everything. He's so streaky, but at the end of the year should get around fifty points. So, you know, if if things click right, he could hit fifty five. Jibs. Oh, Jibs loves Arizona. I know. Jibs. He just woke up. I know, buddy. It's, it's hard. Uh, that's kind of like he just woke up because a picture of Alex Goligoski <laughs> came on my computer and I think it startled him. <laughs> Him and Mike Smith just hanging out behind a Sevy. <laughs> hey, kid, you want some fentanyl? In a dark alley that's just outside of a school zone. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. Uh, 
This episode has gotten off track. <laughs> there's no. There's, Damn it, Jubes! I'm just looking at a picture of Mike Smith. I can't, like I can't stop. If if you were approached by a group of Mike Smith, Mark Gorbieski, and Alex Galagoski, I would run so far the other way. <laughs> I'm sure they're great guys. Like Mike Smith, obviously has a temper. You know, Borowiecki has done a lot of really great things for the community and everything. Don't know much about Galagoski, but they're some scary looking dudes. <laughs> Mike Smith, especially Jesus. Uh, Would you shoot on me? I'd shoot. Be- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh how, about the, how about these goalies? Uh, we kind of already talked about them. Like you know, Kemper and Ranta have had some long-term injuries of note in the last few seasons. You know, Aiden Hill on that one way. I don't know if they're going to do the trio, if whatever, but like Kemper is one of those goalies who can shoulder the load for you on your fantasy team when it comes to like quality of stats. I don't know if he's going to get quantity, like the, you know, these workhorse goalies are going to bring in all that volume, kind of expecting a tandem. If Ranta gets hurt, then it kind of shifts towards a Kemper workhorse scenario. Arizona gave up the eighth most shots in the league last year. So all that being said about defense and defensive systems out there, they were tied with the Flames. So volumes there when you're when you're in net. But if he's seeing ten to fifteen games less a year, he might be able to fall a little bit. It's interesting that they're kind of known for being defensive and having such a good defensive system. But when you look at the lineup, they're Outside of Goligoski and Chikrin, there's nobody blocks. Well, I mean, since we're searching for stuff to talk about here, what does Hall leaving, what does that do? Like, does that give anyone else a shot? Like, to score more? Or do you think that even lowers their offense because they have no one to hitch to? It just kind of ushered in the entire season. I think that the the Arizona Coyotes are going to go after, like, why try? Why? Like, but but also at the same time, you don't have a first round pick next year. Why tank? I don't think that they can help it. My initial reaction to your uh, question, Raj, was just no. Uh, just the answer to every question about the Arizona Coyotes is no. <laughs> safe yeah, how bet. many safe bet? How many times have we said that? That's kind of where offense goes to die. Uh, I don't think that Taylor Hall leaving doesn't change my mind about the Arizona Coyotes at all. Does it for either of you? It, it doesn't no, change. I thought that they were bad then. They It was not a good situation for him there. I don't think anybody really drafted him with, uh, you know, confidence when he was playing on, on the Coyotes. But it was almost like, you know what? I, I got to take him. He's there. He's, he's Taylor Hall. So he can score. He can score 100 points. With, like, with Taylor Hall, they were, the I think it was ninth lowest scoring team with 2.7 2.71 goals for per game without Taylor Hall the year before they were the fourth worst scoring team at 2.55 so Taylor Hall brought if you can put it all on Taylor Hall he brought 0.16 goals per game so I don't know Arizona might just go back to that really really bad offense not that they were any better with Taylor Hall so I'm kind of with you, Zach, that it, that it doesn't really move the needle too much for me. Like, Taylor Hall going to Arizona wasn't all that interesting because of who Arizona is and how they play. It's not That's not what they do, right? So that's kind of where I'm at. Hockey uh, is not it, what it's they good do. I'm sorry, for the boys guys. and girls. I wish, yeah. I wish this could have been a better episode. I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel like, you know, like we're, we're just out here taking advantage of people. To be fair, like, what did you as the listener expect with Arizona? Like, you know, we're not other 
fantasy podcasts that are just going to hype you up about every single player ever. Yeah. They like just have 55 guys in my top 10. Hopefully you got a couple of yucks out of it. <laughs> I still had a good time. I feel like so who, I could make the Coyotes looking at this team. Who takes Taylor Hall's spot? Is it somebody like Nick Schmaltz? Or is Clayton Keller going to get that top line spot? Top line? What, like, what's the top line? It would be Keller, Dvorak, and Garland. Is there going to be a top line, though? No. I think when they line up, there's just going to exactly. be no forwards. They'll just put all those banger <laughs> Ds out there and just... I would like that. I'll camp out in front of a camper and wait for next season. There's going to be there's going to be a top six, and all 12 players are going to be in the top six. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Give Lawson Krause some more time. Let Barrett Hayton, you know, run free. Maybe move Derek Stepan down. Clayton Keller, give him some minutes. I don't know. There's things you could do that could benefit fantasy hockey. Like, here's a good question. Who do you see being the leading scorer next year, and where do you have their ceiling? Points? Yep. Oh, points? Oh. Clayton Keller, 62 points. Yep. Bang on. 62? Yeah. Right. And that's a ceiling. That's 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 what I'm that's what I'm saying. I was gonna say. I know it's an odd number to throw out there, but I'm saying Clayton Keller, sixty-two. I was points. gonna throw out fifty-five and for Keller, somewhere in that. Is there. he still? Is he still your high score? Yeah. Is he still your team lead? Yeah. Damn, fifty-five points. That oh, ouch. That's in eighty-two games too. I'm not talking shortened season. Yeah. Rocket for a pace. Um. All right, that's gonna wrap up the Arizona Coyotes. So sunset in the desert there. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you uh, trudged through it. Got a couple yucks, as Zach was saying. Cause and I'm not lying. Dude. The McRib really is coming back. It is. I'm super stoked, too. That's exciting. Um, I've never had one, so I'll try it. <laughs> I've never had one either, nor will I. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, Just a pressed meat patty to look <laughs> like ribs. But if, if you learn nothing else in this episode, at least you know the McRib's coming back. So Fucking disgusting. <laughs> I hope that you guys enjoyed it, uh, you know, all things considered. Beep, boop, pop, pop, beep, boop, insert. Arizona prospects. We kind of got off topic a little bit. We talked a lot about the McRib and can entirely forgot to talk about Arizona's prospects because I guess we just got hungrier. Or whatever, but they got some prospects, right? Some might be a strong word. They got a couple. Well, I mean, they they technic they technically have some prospects. I mean, other other than, in all honesty, other than Barrett Hayton, who else could possibly see time? And really, who else is even you know worth talking? Oh, about? Oh, in the short term, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. It's, Barry, it's Barrett Hayton and Barrett Hayton alone. In the long term, though, they got guys like Victor Soderstrom. Kyle Capobianco, Jan Janik, Matthias Maselli, Ivan Prosvetov, covering kind of all categories. Nobody's nobody's in trouble of being put down the totem pole because Arizona doesn't, they didn't draft this year barely at all. If I don't know if they had any, but, but Soderstrom, he looks good. Minute-munching defenseman, probably going to be more of a peripheral guy than an offensive trigger. SHL, not really an offensive league. Kyle Capobianco, he's got good bangs, looks real handsome. Kind of a more offensively minded defenseman. Janjenic, decent middle sixer. There's always upside for more if he works on his physique. He had surgery on his knee, so that was kind of a minor setback. I'm still excited to see what he brings. Matthias Maselli broke out last year in a big way, had a really strong showing. He worked on his foot speed, could be a good top six player down the road, leaning closer to like a second line ceiling. And Ivan Prosvetov, six foot five, big guy in net. Good amount of skill across a ton of leagues. I think it was like five or six leagues. 
uh, top goalie prospect down there outside of Aiden Hill. So, well, I do see actually on Dauber, I see the lowest ranking I've ever seen him give for Dyson Mayo. Oof. He got a one at the fantasy upside of 0.5. What, the one for NHL certainty? <laughs> Ouch. But uh, that's all I got to offer for these guys. I mean, there is yeah. Hayden. Hayden. That's it. Lawson Krause. Kind and, of. And, and, I think, and I think you'll see some of Barry Hayden this year. For sure. We saw him last year, too. Like, I, I, I think you'll see him for a decent amount of games this year. I would bring him up. Why the hell not? Due diligence, boys. That's the prospect bit. You guys want to reach out to us? We're on Twitter at FHF Hockey. You guys can chirp us in the Discord. And until tomorrow, Minnesota. Enhance. I think it's Minnesota. Do we need a second episode for Arizona? No. No. Yeah, Minnesota coming up tomorrow. So we're going to talk to you guys then. Until then, we love you guys. Love you. Love you.